the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Time for the only radio show of its kind. Auctioneers of antiques. Collectors of cool. Veterans of vintage. It's the Donnelly Auctions Hour on AM560, The Answer. For the next hour, enjoy great information about buying and selling antiques and collectibles. And some interesting stories. Now, the Donnelly Auctions Hour. Welcome to the Donnelly Auctions Hour. Thank you for joining us. We're here every Saturday from 1 to 2 o'clock on AM 560. I'm Susan. I'm here with Randy Donnelly, and we are the owners of Donnelly Auctions in Union, Illinois. We're just 60 miles west of Chicago, folks. Come on out and see us. And we want to talk to you today about items that you might have in your home that are of value that you might want to put up for auction. We also want to tell you about a fantastic auction we had last weekend, the camera auction, and give you a little bit of input on how well some of these items sold to see, again, if you have any of these in your garage or attic. Hi, Randy. Good morning. Hey, Susan. Welcome back from Florida. Can you hear me? I'm not, uh, I don't feel like I'm even on the air. Can you hear me okay? Good. Yep, we can Well, hear you welcome, fine. ladies and gentlemen, uh, as Susan said, to the Donnelly Auctions Hour. And yes, it was really quite an auction, it wasn't was it? It was fantastic, wasn't it? It was the camera auction from the International Photography Hall of Fame in St. Louis. And that's the one that we held off-site in Arlington Heights last Saturday. And so when I, you have good merchandise, you have good auctions. People come from all over. Yes, yes. we do. had people flying in from Ohio. Did you meet them? They were so nice, and they stayed all day long. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, you know, that's that's one of the fun things that that we always look forward to with our auctions is meeting our, our customers. Even though we do so much, you know, online, uh, when people do come to the auctions, it's always so much fun to find out what people collect. Well, what I noticed is that only one customer that came was one of our regular customers. Everybody else were brand new customers. Well, and and true to form, I mean, that's because this was somewhat of a brand new um, subject matter for us. I mean, we've sold cameras before. Yeah, onesies, onesies and twosies. <laughs> and, uh, but when you sell a, together a, a thousand time, cameras <laughs> in one auction, you are going to meet a camera collectors. That's right. right. Mm-hmm. So we had um, 600 lots, every single item sold. That is the yes. first time that's ever happened at Donley Auctions. So let's keep that trend going, you okay? Got it. Everything's you got sold it. and I would say 80%, 90% of the items are being shipped. Yes. And I would say half of those are leaving the country. Yes. Yeah, we've been in Arlington Heights all week doing shipping. It's uh it's a madhouse. It's yeah, got to go ship- fast. Shipping now. is is crazy. So for those of you who did buy at the auction, uh, you need to give us a few weeks, three to four weeks, but you can still pick it up in Arlington Heights, too, sure. while we're still there. So I'm going to give a couple of highlights because, again, if anyone, you know, people have been calling saying, is it too late to get in the auction? Yes, it was too late to get in the camera <laughs> auction last week because in fairness to our listeners, we need a month really to photograph it, describe it, lot it, display it, Yep. you know, and promote it. 
Sure. So we don't do anything really at the last minute. We need to close the auction about a week or two in advance. So those of you who did call us with cameras, this is the type of stuff we're looking for. We want to let you know how these items sold. I'm, I'm surprised at the prices. They went very well. Um, for example, remember we talked about that big Bertha graphic. Graflex camera yeah. sold for $1,500. Nice. This okay. is just the hammer price, so it does not include yeah. the buyer premium. $1,500 for that. We've been talking about my favorite camera in the auction, the, the Mega Lethoscope. It's about a 50-pound <laughs> camera <laughs> um, that definitely needs to be picked up or transported. I can't really throw that in a box. That one sold for $2,100. And the Mahogany 35-millimeter motion picture company camera. It's a Bausch and Lomb camera, uh, 1903 patent date, sold for $3,750. $3,750, not $3,750. Right. Yes, that's correct. And again, the other uh, cameras that had a lot of action on it were the, the NASA Minolta cameras, $3,750, $3,750. And that lens, the Pinkham and Smith lens, 2800 now we're getting up to the, the two highest price items that sold in the auction. Uh, coming up at number two was the stereoscopic wet plate camera by John Stock. Mahogany body with a pair of brass lenses. Beautiful, beautiful piece. Patented at 1863 $8,500. Nice. Okay. I know. Good, yes, good. and the owner... He was um, the new owner was very excited and has called us multiple times about picking that up and hand carrying it home. Uh-huh. I think he's driving in. Last one, okay, number one, the highest price item at the camera auction was the rare Spirograph Disc Motion Picture Projector by Urban Motion Pictures Industries, New York, nineteen twenty one. A hand cranked mechanism, black enameled me- uh, metal case, and a nickel plated fittings. Uh, beautiful piece, $12,000, folks. And that blew way past reserve, didn't it? It blew way past all of our oh, expectations and, uh, on that. And, and I used the word reserve incorrectly because there were no reserves. There were reserves. no reserves. I was going to correct you, but you corrected estimate. yourself. It That's blew right. way past the pre-auction estimate. There were no reserves. So, of course, everything sells when there's no reserves on items. And uh, that's really the way to have an auction. Yeah. So, But, you know, a lot of the more common stuff we sold in bulk, like 10 or 20 of those Leica cameras. And oh, no, not Leica. Not Leica. No. Sorry. Just, just Kodak, like yeah, Bantams Kodak and is stuff what I meant. like that. Yeah. Those, you know, sold for what we would expect. And everything... Every every single lot sold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Leicas did very well. I mean, they were selling in the thousands. Yeah, you know. mm-hmm. they did. As so, where they should have. I mean, good right. cameras bring good money. So the point of it, telling you all of this is, do you have any? <laughs> do you have any at home? Give us a call at 815-923-7000. Tell us about your cameras, because I think if we have anything really good like that, it'll go in November. It, it would. And we're always looking for complete collections. You know, like this, this was uh, a collection from a museum and museums out there. A lot of folks uh, out there today are probably uh, uh, working at museums or even own your own uh, private museum. We sell complete collections and we're constantly liquidating for museums. You know, folks, museums can't continue to store Everything, the cost of storage, and and that is just phenomenal. So uh, museums do sell off uh, their duplicates and and their items in storage because it keeps coming in. 
you know, right. museum items keep coming into the museum and they keep refining their collection, keeping the best of the best and, and selling off, you know, residual. They cannot afford to continue to store it. So, so what do they need to do? Let me tell you, you're a museum out there. You know anyone who has a, a full collection. Somebody needs to downsize. They're moving. Give us a call at 815-923-7000. Better yet, email us at uh, consign, C-O-N-S-I-G-N, at donleyauctions.com. Send us your information and some photographs. Everybody's listening to what we're telling them to do. We're getting a ton of emails, folks. Keep them coming, and we will definitely give you next steps. You know, and I I want to point out, too, that that we do go all across the the United States, uh, you know, uh, of course, last Yeah, we'd even week, go I, to Hawaii if there's a collection out no, there. No, you I'll, would I'll, in I'll go to that yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but, you know, last week I was in, in Florida mm-hmm. and um, got home just in time for the auction, actually. Yeah. Um, and then uh, then had to run out uh, the same night. Right after the auction, I had to shoot out to St. Louis. <laughs> just head uh, on down six hours after the auction and come back the next day. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, so. So Randy uh, likes to drive, in other words. Or fly. Or so fly. Um, so let's um, let's keep those calls coming regardless of where you're at. Don't say, oh, you know, too bad they're not closer. Doesn't matter. We'll come and get it. Well, one of the pickups you did in Florida yes. was a military collection. I'm sure we can talk about that now because uh, we're going to talk about that in the next segment. Yeah. A little bit more about what uh, what you guys discovered. So I can't wait to hear about that. Yeah, quite a uh, quite a large collection. I was actually uh, down there uh, uh, picking up a, a huge music antique music collection. But as we've told you before, uh, when when I landed uh, in, in Tampa uh, to uh, to pick up this music collection, I looked at my phone and uh, I got, I'm just checking messages. So I returned a call to a, a gentleman uh, who said, "Oh, uh, yeah, I'm in I'm in Florida," and I said, "Well." Uh, too bad you weren't closer to where I'm going. And when I told him, he said, well, actually, I'll be 15 minutes from you <laughs> of course. Uh, as you're uh, cruising along the expressway. I just couldn't believe it. So timing is everything. And uh, we ended up picking up a uh, a large, large uh, uh, World War II German military collection right. that uh, is going to be coming up in our December auction. That's right. December, i got to get the date on that. I think it's the third week in December, right before Christmas. So check your calendar on that. Ah. We are still taking consignments for our December firearms, ammunition, and military memorabilia collection. Try to say that fast. Give us a call at 815-923-7000 if you have anything to consign to that auction. But coming up in our next segment, don't go anywhere. We're going to talk about bicycles. Oh, is that in the it's next such segment? a great topic. It can go all over the board, but check and see if you got a bicycle. We're going to tell you what is and is not valuable in our upcoming segment here. And we're going to talk about the September auction coming up next. It's September 23rd and 24th with one of our military experts. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Donley Auctions Hour right here on AM560, The Answer. They've been called auctioneers of antiques, collectors of cool, even veterans of vintage. And they can introduce themselves. Thanks for listening. This is the Donnelly Auctions Hour on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to the Donnelly Auctions Hour. I'm Susan. I'm the co-owner of Donnelly Auctions here with Randy Donnelly. We are the owners of Donnelly Auctions in Union, Illinois. We're just 60 miles west of Chicago out in the beautiful country. 
I had mentioned in the first segment, Randy, that we're going to talk about bicycles, but that was just a teaser. We're going to talk about it. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe next. But first, I want to touch base on our September firearms and military auction, September 23rd and 24th, okay. since that's coming up next week. Well, I, I do want to point out, yes, folks, we will be talking about bicycles today. <laughs> just what later, always wanted later to hear. in the show. And, you know, I, I love our, uh, our promo where it says collectors of cool. Yeah. You know, isn't this stuff cool? It's very cool. Uh, you know, uh, folks, everything that... Veterans of vintage. Everything that, that you collect out there, this stuff really is cool. I have so much fun seeing what you collect and, and what you uh, surprise us with every week. It's just so much fun, uh, this business, because, um, you know, our audience, you folks are our business. And and you're the ones that have collected all this stuff up. And uh, and again, it's so much fun to see what you've collected and the history behind it. Some of the provenance is phenomenal. Right. That's the most important thing, too. And I know in some of our advertising, we, we would say, and cool stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got to be a little more so, creative on that. But we love our cool stuff. So let's talk about September. September, yeah. And what's the dates on that, Susan? September 23rd, a firearms, ammunition, gun accessories. So that's, you know, less than 10 days away. So uh, get on our website and, and look at, at this auction. Ooh, can some... I tell them about the new website? Let me tell you about that. If you go to DonleyAuctions.com, Donley Auctions now has our very own online bidding platform. That's what you're going to see when you click on the button for day one or day two. Day two is military. So if you have any questions about the how that works, give us a call. We're excited to announce that because it's going to save you money if you bid directly through our site versus going to other online bidding platforms. But I wanted to also mention, I know I've been saying this for weeks, I'm very excited about all of the Colt snake guns that are coming up in this auction. It's September 23rd. Just wait. You just love saying snake guns. I do and, like to say and that. And ladies and gentlemen, I want to keep telling everybody they're not for shooting snakes. Um, no, Susan I think keeps, they know that. Yeah, I don't. Well, if I tell them enough. Anacondas but, uh, and it, pythons. It's the titles of the guns, you know, Colt Pythons, uh, Colt Anaconda, you mm -hmm. know, and so on. Uh, but snake guns, uh, commonly referred to, are very collectible, very expensive, very hard to get. And we have a bunch of them in right. this auction. And a bunch of different, uh, like nickel and stainless steel, all yeah. of the different ones. Yeah, and absolutely, different size barrels and everything. Mm -hmm. So anything you could want in a in a python, we have in this auction. Absolutely uh, uh, an amazing it collection. It was one person's collection. It was. Isn't that amazing? And they're pristine in boxes. And he kept, I mean, he kept them no dust. <laughs> Absolutely no dust on any of this stuff. So check DonleyAuctions.com if you want to check out all of those guns. Also, do you want to talk about the uh, rifles that we have? Well, you know, we've got such a wide variety of guns in this auction. I, I mean, Specifically we, the, uh, the Rough Rider one. Let's well, we'll talk about the Rough Rider gun in, in just a minute. Uh, the, the Craig that actually uh, uh, was at, you know. Yeah. Uh, we'll tell them about San Juan Hill, but uh, but at any rate, uh, wide variety. We've got hunting guns. We've got military guns. We've got you know just anything and everything. Twenty twos, uh, semi-automatic pistols, revolvers, 
black, black powder, powder guns. I mean, just everything in this auction, a nice wide variety. But most importantly, sometimes you get uh, uh, looking at an auction and everything is so expensive, so out of touch, so out of range. Here we put together an auction for you that has a great wide variety of prices. You'll be able to uh, to buy a, a shooter or a plinker probably as cheap as $50. And, of course, our guns will go up into the uh, mid to high thousands. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I had a caller this week, brand new bidder, did not know how it worked with um, transferring his gun to an FFL. And I said, where are you located? He's in Rockford. I said, we carry our own FFL. So I recommend you come out to the auction, bid with us live, save that online bidding fee, fill out your 4473 paperwork, wait the 72-hour uh, waiting period, and then come back and pick up your gun from us. Well, He's like, that's easy. I can do that. And, you know, Susan, you touched on this, which is so important for our listeners out there, especially if you're consigning, is that once, if you're consigning with us, you are 100% assured of being in compliant with all local, state, and federal uh, laws. Right. Uh, everything you'll be doing is 100% legal. We give you a copy of our FFL, which is Federal Firearms License Paperwork, so that you have that in your hands and you can prove 100% you've complied with all the laws and you're doing this legally. That's one thing so many people are, are afraid uh, to sell guns they because they don't know the laws and the laws are changing so rapidly. We're staying on top of all the laws for you and we can help you. We can sell your guns for you legally. And what do we always say, Susan? We we'll make, make it, it fit, fit in, in your, your wallet. wallet. <laughs> and on this particular auction, we are now on four bidding platforms, which is a first. So talk about thousands and thousands of eyes on the auction. We have thousands of bidders looking at got, your consignments. Yeah, yeah, if you've so got guns to sell, this is where you want to sell. a lot of competition, and that's how the prices increase, by everybody wanting to outbid each other. That's sure. for sure. So I told the guy, I said, all you need to do is come out to our auction in Union Show us your driver's license and your FOID card. We'll give you a wristband, and you can handle the firearms. Then we have people on the floor who will answer any questions, and then you can actually look at the items you want to bid on. And the FOID card here in Illinois is the owner's identification. Okay, That's right. So uh, it's, I think it's only required in Illinois. If but, you don't uh, have one, get one. But, uh, but Susan, uh, we, we have David with us today, correct? David's on the line. Hey, uh, David Hill uh, works with uh, Donnelly Auctions and uh, uh, works with us in our, our military relics. Uh, so, uh, uh, David, are, are you here with us? I certainly am. Hi, hey, David. Great. David, uh, Susan uh, was teasing the audience just a minute ago about the uh, the Rough Rider gun, which, of course, is a, a Craig Jorgensen. And uh, what do you know about that? Well, um uh, if you want to go back historically, the United States decided to go with a foreign company, a Norwegian company, to uh, have all their men armed uh, ar- around the Spanish-American War. And uh, this is a, a cavalry carbine. And uh, the consigner says he thought it was uh, one that the Rough Riders used. And we did our research. Our, our gun guy did his research and found out that it, uh, uh, it's definitely in the sole number range of one that was used by the Rough Riders. So it's a pretty historical gun, and it's in, it's in very nice condition. Now, what we know about it, though, uh, correct me, David, uh, is we know that there were 2,000 uh, Craigs given 
to the Rough Riders, but we do know that there were 1,065 um, of these troops that actually made it to Cuba uh, with with Roosevelt. So it's a, it's a gun in the serial number range of these 2,000 guns, but there were only 1,000 men using them there. So we can only prove it fits in that 2,000. We can't prove beyond that that it actually charged up the hill with Teddy Roosevelt. Correct, right. I mean, it's in the serial number range, and just, it, but for collectors, that's still just uh, a monumental range to, to have the, the weapon be in. It's, it it you know, doesn't so. get any better if, if you collect Spanish-American War or Craig Rifles or, or anything. I mean, this is, the, this is the gun that you certainly want in your collection. Very rare, very historic. That's right. So right. I want to make sure if you want to take a look at the description of it, go to our website at DonleyAuctions.com in the search field. Search for Rough Riders. I don't have the lot number handy with me. But you know what else is great about this item? It comes with a vintage box of Winchester uh, Army full patch. So we've got a box with it as well. Interesting. Yeah, that does help with the value of it. That's for sure. So, David, tell us uh, some other great items coming up September 24th. we got about 50 seconds. Sure. Uh, there, there's a number of, of really interesting World War II posters uh, done by artists that were struggling during the 30s. And then when the war started, they were all you know, uh, recruited to do uh, training posters and, and, and recruitment posters and patriotic posters. And some of them are just really fantastic. That, that came from a collection out of Pennsylvania. And that, that's something really nice. And uh, uh, there, there's just a uh, a wide range of, of uh, items that if, if you're just uh, dabbling in anything from the Vietnam War to the Civil War, that there is something for everybody. Thank you, David. We appreciate that information. Go to DonleyAuctions.com for more information. Like I said earlier, we're going to be talking about vintage and antique bicycles, so don't go anywhere, folks. Stay tuned to the Donley Auctions Hour right here on AM560, The Answer. We will be right back. You're listening to the Donnelly Auctions Hour on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to the Donnelly Auctions Hour. Thanks for hanging with us during that break. We have David on the line with us, our military expert. And David and Randy are going to talk about some interesting military relics that came in. You know, Susan, yes, I uh, I was in Florida and I picked up this very rare collection of uh, German World War II daggers. And... Uh, as David's going through it, he's identifying these daggers, and he said, "Well, wait a minute, Randy. This one's a repro. This one's a repro, and oh, this is good and, and everything." And um, I, I'll let David talk about this in a minute. But um, but the fact was, uh, David said, "Well, um, it has the original scabbard, the original handle, but the cross guard uh, has been you know replaced with fake and and everything." And I found this so interesting uh, that. If, if there's replacement parts, if there's some fake parts on a German dagger, it's, it's considered a parts dagger or a replica. But boy, oh boy, if you're restoring a car. <laughs> okay, let's see. Uh, it's a ground-up restoration. Uh, you know, all new paint, all new rubber, new top, new interior. Oh, I dropped the 427 in it. It wasn't uh, the original engine. You know, yada, yada, yada. You go through all this and... Then the then the car is still valued at a hundred thousand dollars, and it's called restored. Um, it, it's not considered a parts car. 
right. um, as long as the serial number on, on the engine, you know, or, or trans matches the title, oh my God, you've got something rare there. So, so I don't get it. So, uh, so at any rate, D- David, <laughs> talk to me about the, these daggers. I mean, most of them um, are, are still going to have great value because the the basic parts. A lot of the parts are are still genuine. Correct, right? There, there's a whole uh, bunch of collectors, and I'm included. That I save spare parts, thinking someday I'm going to find the the rest of that dagger to put that part on. And so, uh, and 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 really, when you reassemble original parts, it's not even considered restored; it's considered original. And so, there's still a, a very vibrant market. It's just unfortunate that after World War II, you know, daggers went through people's hands. Sometimes things broke off of them, and there was and the the, the, the interest in it just kept growing and growing. That sometimes they would make reproduction parts to put on them. So you got to be careful with that. You know, one thing, Randy, I want to appre- appreciate what you did is that uh, you didn't just uh, rely on me, but you actually got outside experts to come in and review this, and you know, out of your own pocket to make sure that what you had was what's going to be described. And I, I do, I do appreciate that. Well, and, and thank you because uh, I, I think that's, that's what we really strive for at, at Donnelly auctions. I mean, we keep using the word integrity. Uh, when, when I went to, to school to become an auctioneer, one of the first things I ever wrote down on my, my legal pad was the word integrity because they kept stressing, if you're going to have a successful company, that's what it's going to take in the auction world. Uh, so it is important for us, uh, certainly not that you're not one of the best uh, uh, military experts when it comes to German relics, I mean, but... Uh, we felt that with these particular pieces, um, a, a specific dagger expert would also be beneficial. And yes, we brought them in to add to your expertise. Well, and, and I and I deeply appreciate that. And I think the consigners appreciate that. The bidders appreciate that because then they can they can bid it with confidence. Sure. So, uh, so at any rate, uh, uh, what else do we have coming up that's really of interest in this September auction? Uh, there's a there's a number of uh, uh, groupings of, of medals from World War II and Vietnam. Uh, some really some sad, sad ones of, uh, of the killed in action groupings. You know, very historic and interesting. Um, there there was you know one little uh, thing that we found that was humorous was that we had a German hat come in out of, from a family, and we're inspecting it, and we found in the liner of the hat a ticket in Holland to go to a a dance. Recital, music recital, uh, in Holland. It was stuck inside the visor of the hat in the inside the sweatband, and nobody had known it. Wow! I love it. Found it in there. Yeah, (laughs) that is so neat. You never know what you're going to find in a sock drawer. (laughs) That's right, or in or in the sweatband of your hat. You're right. (laughs) You know, I I want to point something out too about uh, uh, collecting in general. We keep saying that young people aren't collecting; they're not uh, collecting, and. And I, I try to point out, well, they're not collecting grandpa's antiques. They're not collecting what, you know, their parents or their grandparents collected. I was just thinking, I've been a military collector since 19, I started collecting military in 1965. Well, the war was only over 20 years, 1945. So I was collecting stuff 20 years old. That would be like somebody today collecting something from 2003. Would you ever think that's old or collectible? So the people that are collecting today, they're just collecting differently. So all these relics that, you know, that were 
uh, selling, you know, don't necessarily appeal to the new collector. That's right. And that's going to lead into our next segment when we talk about antique versus vintage bicycles, too. David, thanks for joining us. Get back to work. We'll see you back at the auction hall. I also want to do a shout out that we will be at the Wheaton Civil War show September 23rd. It's one of Zerko's productions. Bob Zerko runs the best show. Oh, my gosh. The best show. Google the Wheaton Civil War show and look for the Donley auction booth. We will be there. And Come, taking consignments And there taking too. consignments. Yeah, why not? Bring out what you have. Show it to Mike Donley. He'll be there and can answer your questions about future consignments for our December auction. And don't go anywhere. I can't wait to hear about the bicycles. So stick with us. You're listening to the Donley Auctions Hour right here on AM560, The Answer. And now, more of the Donnelly Auctions Hour on AM560, The Answer. We are back with the Donnelly Auctions Hour. Susan and Randy Donnelly from Donnelly Auctions in Union, Illinois, which is 60 miles west of Chicago. And we have a fantastic auction coming up in November. It's our annual fall classic. It was three days, and now I understand it's going to be four days. Well, that's because we're adding one day of coins and coins. jewelry. Wow. We've got some very high-end uh, expensive jewelry uh, that's that's coming up uh, along with the, uh, our coins. So we're still taking consignments for it. It's never too late. Call us at 815-923-7000 or email us at consign at com. The auction is going to be four days, November 16th through the 19th, Thursday through Sunday. Mark your calendars. Got it. And, you know, you had mentioned earlier that we're going to talk about bicycles and and that. And I I do want to touch on bicycles because in one of our last shows, I had mentioned I wanted a high-wheel bike for our upcoming November auction. Yes. And sure as heck, one walked in the door. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. And I had also mentioned uh, uh, Playboy. Uh, Playboy items, you know, having started right here in Chicago, yep. what kind of great Playboy memorabilia. So uh, we're going to talk about that, too, some really interesting Playboy uh, pieces. Oh, I, yeah, that's a good in. teaser. I don't think anybody's going to change the channel now. Stick with us. But let's talk about <laughs> bicycles real quick, because one of my bucket list items is learning how to ride a high wheel bicycle. You know, we've had a couple in the past, and I would get up on it, just could never get it going. So I watched a video on how to ride one of those big wheels. You know what I'm talking about. I, I, I know do. you do. I, I hope, hope everybody uh, else can you know, visualize. That's, what again, high... that's, that's always the problem with radios, trying to visualize. But the, the, the high wheels had a giant front wheel that was, some of them were as high as five foot in the air. Five feet. Right. So you'd literally be sitting ladder. on top of this bicycle, five foot in the air. You would have to a- actually run along the side of the bike and at one point when you're you've got this balanced fast enough you jump up onto the well, seat. Well, I uh, tried that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not quite how it worked, but these were popular in the 1870s and 1880s and then they became obsolete in the late 1880s when they came up with a better modern form of a bicycle. But, but you know, Susan, what's really interesting to me in in researching bicycles is the very first uh for lack of better words, pedal-driven wheeled vehicle um, took place all the way back in the 1400s, like 1418. And then uh, by 1790s, 
Um, it was a, a two-wheel vehicle that you would just literally roll down a hill with no pedals and everything and try to balance on wheels. And Can't imagine. Well, what they needed was an alternate uh, form of transportation from horses because the horses were dying of starvation and they needed another form of transportation. So that's how that all came about. It's absolutely incredible. So, so yeah. the high wheel bikes, as we way. know them, uh, actually, and they they were called what? A penny farthings. Penny farthing. Yep. So I watched the video. Let me just tell you real quick on how how to ride one. Please. And I'll make it real quick. You get behind it, not along the side of it. Get behind it and push it like a scooter. Yeah. And then hop up over the top once you get your feet on the pedals. And then you go to hop off. You put one foot on the back pedal and climb off the back. The guy made it look so easy. So someone bring me in a high wheeler. I got to try it. <laughs> well, here's the the danger of that. And and almost everybody who's ever ridden one, like myself, sure uh, incidentally, <laughs> is the center of balance is really awkward. So the first thing you want to do to try to get speed is push on the pedal, which is directly connected with the wheel. So yes. as you push, you're actually pushing yourself forward. And the back end of the bike flips right over the wheel, and you end up on oh, the this ground. this is what happened to you. Okay, that's how not to ride a high Oh, wheel. my gosh. But it's, <laughs> uh, honestly, too many people do. But right I now, uh, there, there's so many clubs and groups that still do cross-country tours with these bikes. It's really amazing to see. And, of course, we've all seen high-wheel bikes in parades and and everything. But uh, they, they can be dangerous. And they're, and they're valuable, too. But... Let's talk about what's even more valuable today in the bicycle industry. Well, yeah. That, Work your way up from there because well, a, a, absolutely. collectors' But, but, but first, I just want to remind everyone, if you have a high-wheel bike in your basement or garage or anything, we need it for the auction. But, uh, again, uh, going forward, I mean, there's so much uh, collectible in bicycles. I mean, wh- what most people are familiar with would be the, the classic 1950s bikes, mm-hmm. you know, Schwinn's and- yeah, Pee Wee Herman style uh, bikes and everything. And then, of course, it went to the Stingrays. And, Are all those and that, still valuable today, the 1950s? Very, very collectible, okay, 50s, good. 60s. But what surprises me, Susan, is the big money, you know, in mountain bikes. Mountain bikes is the thing to sell. You know, um, mountain bikes are, are just absolutely... Well, it's becoming a, a very popular sport for people, too. And I do know, like, I hate to say, like, during COVID, everybody were was buying bikes because they wanted to be outdoors and get some activity in. So a lot of those were selling well back then. Well, the, the thing that I want to point out is what I said in the last segment. When I started collecting military relics, they were only 20 years old. So, <laughs> So that's the case today. If you're collecting mountain bikes, I mean, realistically, you're you're collecting things that, you know, are only, you know, uh, 20 years old. And I even- remember my first, I bought a 10-speed bicycle in like the late 70s. It was $76 from Ace Hardware. Are, are bikes like that still valuable? Real quick. Well, certain models. Certain Absolutely. models are. Okay. Yeah. Well, give us a call at 815-923-7000 if you have any form of transportation with two wheels. We would love to talk to you or about it. Or four wheels. Or four wheels. Motorcycles. Cars, cars. motorcycles, you we name it. We love it. We want to consign some great items for our auction in November. Give us a call at 815-923-7000. You can email us at consign at donleyauctions.com. Don't go anywhere, folks. We'll be right back. 
You're listening to the Donley Auctions Hour right here on AM560, The Answer. The Donley Auctions Hour continues now on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to the Donley Auctions Hour. I'm Susan, co-owner of Donley Auctions, here with Randy Donley. We just got done talking about antique and vintage bicycles. That's a great subject. If you have one, again, give us a call at 815-923-7000. We will give you next steps. But, you know, I, I wanted to touch on this, Susan. Because Circle back on that, Randy. I wanted to touch on Playboy. Yeah. Uh, you know, iconic, iconic business here uh, founded uh, by Hugh Hefner in, in the city of Chicago. Uh, and everybody is familiar with uh, the Playboy's uh, uh, rise to, to fame in the uh, 60, well, late mid-50s, actually, 50s, 60s, 70s, uh, is when it was most popular. But uh, uh, so I ask for items in, in one of our last shows, and what walks in the and door? What do you know? <laughs> gentleman says, years ago um, in Chicago at uh, the local church, uh, Hugh Hefner's mother brought in a bunch of Hugh Hefner's suits and shirts. His mother? His mother. I didn't hear that part of the story. <laughs> That's what he said, or a relative. I thought okay. I thought he said mother could have been a relative of some kind. But Hugh Hefner's uh, items show up at the church bazaar. So he ends up buying <laughs> six of Hugh Hefner's suits uh, for $5 a piece back in the day. Wow. And uh, and there's photos of him wearing the these suits. That double-breasted one is in a photo. Yeah, I saw uh, that. Yeah, with Barbie Benton, that oh, was one-time one -time girlfriend. And uh, or she was quite a while with him for quite a while. But also his shirts, uh, monogrammed shirts, white shirts, all monogrammed. And all these have, you know, his name in them and the tailors, you know, big-time uh a custom shirt tailors and all, all this. But he bought all these shirts and uh, he bought them for a nickel a piece at the church uh, bazaar. And so. Are they monogrammed? They are. They are monogrammed. Yeah, okay. I think it's HMH on their uh, okay. uh, memories. Oh, so, wonderful. So at any rate, he bought them so cheap that he wore them to work and, and he. Uh, uh, he had a greasy, dirty job and uh, wore white shirts to work. And rather than cleaning them, he had bought them so cheap, he just uh, would get them dirty and throw them away. So so he still had um, like five or six of these shirts and, and a couple of the suits, and he's brought them in for our upcoming Playboy auction. Oh, you're talking about the owner, not Hugh Hefner. No, not <laughs> Hugh Hefner. Hugh has to say, when was the, he never known? The person, where, was, the person who now owns them that actually bought I them see, at the, gotcha. the church bazaar. So, you know, we do have other Playboy uh, items in an erotica auction we're going to be holding probably early next year. What else is in there? Oh, well, we've got uh, so much of the original uh, Playboy cartoon art. The the artists that worked for Hugh Hefner uh, be a fun auction. Uh, still retained ownership of the original artwork. So we're going to be selling off all that original art. Let's see if we, anybody has a bunny outfit out there, bunny costume. We would love to add that to an auction. We, if we, we have definitely one. would. We don't have a bunny costume yet. So if uh, you were a former bunny and would like to... Make it fit in your wallet. That's right. Give we us can, a call. We can sell any Playboy items for you at the upcoming uh, Donnelly Auctions. That's right. We have many auctions coming up. Check our website at DonnellyAuctions.com to see the dates of upcoming auctions. Like I said, September, Guns and Military. October, Art and General Antiques. November, our annual Fall Classic. December, 
We'll do another firearms and military auction. So if you have any questions, give us a call at 815-923-7000. We are still taking consignments, whether it's one item or an entire collection. We'll make it fit in your wallet. Listen to us next week on AM560, The Answer. For now, I'm Susan. And I'm Randy Donnelly. And And we'll we'll see you you at the the auction. Thanks for listening to the Donnelly Auctions Hour on AM560, The Answer. Check out all the latest information on upcoming auctions and collectibles at DonnellyAuctions.com. And while you're there, you can contact someone about buying or selling your collectibles or estates. That's DonnellyAuctions.com. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.